0: Hi everybody! Um, welcome to the second episode of the cast. Yeah, with your host here, Dennis, um, Mary. I'm the CEO and founder of uh, Yuki. Yuki is a web three as a service infrastructure company in Africa. I have with, I have here with me uh, my friend Philip. Uh, we actually met Philip during the selo Camp. Philip is the CEO and the co-founder as well of Urupe. Uh HuruPay is a Web3 as a service, uh, sorry, Web3 infrastructure, uh, stablecoin uh, platform in, in, in Africa. They are helping onboard Africans um, and African businesses to stablecoin. Philip, would you care to kind of uh, introduce yourself and uh, talk a little bit about yourself before we dive down to the conversations? Hello, everyone, once again. My name is Philip.
1: And, uh, and what we believe is name the clients same videos, same. So the problem that
0: Yeah, yeah, interesting. Because uh can you like maybe give a little bit background about yourself, um where you were before you started doing Horupe and the rest of that kind of uh give a context of where you're coming from and what can actually uh maybe probably what inspired you to start Horupe. I think that would be a little bit interesting for our
1: audience. Um, so, I came to one of the students in my college. And from I, I had a very really big So, my parents were in yeah. yeah. And then, I was in the same thing, the of a very the, the side. So uh, with these two problems um, and that's when I started and that's when uh, the idea of Timbo coins came about. So um, jumping into um I did a lot of research on Timbo Coins, People are only also split the same problems. And that's when the of Foot came about. So I concerted around of my my um my co colleges, like um how in generator safety. So it's only even being proposed. So to get near me found it. And so only pays that we and then uh individuals like me or migrants like me and would send them. So that's how it's also
0: yeah man because I think it lies on the problem because uh it just that that niche conversation that is going to be had about stable coins in africa because what we are seeing is our uh, crypto crypto adoption or crypto uh, currency uh, usage in africa is moving towards the spectrum and actually, uh, like the show focus of our conversation today we're talking about uh 42 currencies stable coins what is the future of money in africa because For those trying to understand, given the context of what is happening in Africa, Africa is a very big continent of almost 52 countries. And within those 52 countries, we have different regions. And within those different regions, each country, unlike the European zones, like the Euro or whatever, or the EU, I might say, give a context, we have different currencies. And Africans travel within Africa, and they need to be able to send money across borders amongst themselves and also trade amongst themselves. So, and imagine... A continent, of 50, a continent of fifty-two countries with almost forty-two currencies. The complexities of moving money across borders is kind of very high. And as Philip mentioned, that was like his base experience, like where he's coming from, like what his pain point was before he actually started doing EuroPay. And what we are going to be diving into in today is actually discussing this pain point, discussing the trends, discussing the uh, the challenges builders that users on the street people is facing in Africa transacting across borders because the promise of stable coin or the promise of cryptocurrency for Africa is actually stable coin. Stable coin has a huge impact on what it can actually do so so many Africans. So Philip, right? I know I'm just going to go into the conversation proper because no uh technology or no uh um or products it can actually exist in the plain sight right there's always a need for uh a problem and then there's always a there's always there's only, there, there will always be a problem and then there will always be a solution right so i don't know like you know when you look at the economic landscape of africa and how uh diverse div- div- diverse africa is with different currencies we have we know that all these currencies have different currency regimes and they have different central banks and regulators regulating these currencies are on different spectrum and africans need to transact Amongst themselves. But one of the basic things we have seen, characteristics we have seen across the conversation of these currencies is inflation and hyper uh, devaluation. I don't know, maybe you can talk more about like uh, the key factors that are contributing to this uh, hyper inflation and currency instabilities in so many African countries. Because what is actually causing this problem? Because it seems like uh, it's a problem and it's across board. Like so many countries in Africa has very massive evaluations i don't know maybe you want to talk about uh that before we kind of uh and then we take it down um you take the conversation down as we uh, as
1: we uh as we chat so so when it comes to it it may um, sort of wonder this one so for example you said it's a nice Always it's over this money. Uh-huh. it's, 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 it's wrong of too then yeah. we will for example, they, the with the U.S. and the normally not let's say, so. Let's say cocoa production in because of mean the ultimate the amount of the things. Also when you are in this money that you're placing, of- and that means again costing that you know- so um please let the community so, economy the a lot of production. Miss you, even a stronger. Yeah, that yeah. is it. I will go outstrip. How much of violence. the a little bit There's this has it.
0: Yeah, because if if I can get something from what you just said right now, you talked about uh the need for foreign reserves. Like there has to be foreign reserve that backs of your uh, currency that you're creating. Because I think I think I think that is one of the biggest challenges we are seeing across Africa because there is a need for governments to hold enough reserves to be able to uh, promote economic activity within the uh, general African economic landscape. Because even with amongst African countries, every trade was quarters in dollars. If your mom is going to send you money from Kenya to Ghana, that money has to be exchanged for the dollar. And when it gets to uh, Ghana, it has to be exchanged for the Ghanaian cities. So that puts a lot of pressure on the African currencies because they don't have any value beyond the borders of the countries that issues them now there has to be a need for the dollar to come in and and that is how yeah and that is actually what creates a very good yeah it kind of that at that intersection of that need that is where stablecoin actually plays a huge role i don't know maybe you can maybe like talk a little bit about how stablecoin comes in here because it's just it just comes in at the very right moment of okay there is a huge need. There is a huge continent that has different currencies, and they need to be able to convert the currencies to transact. So maybe talk a little bit about the um, the intersection of stablecoin in all these effects, uh activity that is need to happen within African countries.
1: Oh sure, I'm um, so happy for stablecoin. Like, yeah. yeah. Or, and, what so they have... and so we have different. Yes. You yes. Have, not you have stolen on the door, and we have even more. Saying, house the By the the kitchen needs it doesn't matter. Come to you, we only need the phone, internet, and send it. So, these are the things that come Or For example, we uh, yeah, are not in a all so like the, um, and love the So, that's the part in the so to get... for the... ...on your check. So, all you need is... ...maybe you need some... So, from there on... ...not this simple the ...because... is ...all you need is... Uh, ...the... So, about that, you're to send you You know, it's for me. Um, don't don't do anything else, um, send you So, just like the new reason, all you need is one of is right? You don't need mm-hmm, someone like in between then you go to and the same It's, a, it's, a, it's i do not talking about this, but and am this. some we need to, so. <laughs> to be, is we have one kind of on use and when it comes to mm-hmm, we just, So, let me give you a example. Okay, so all I need to be, well, I'll be there, um, all the, I "The I move to Ghana, I don't have do anything. That is different. That needs now to change the connection is. Yeah, it's- all this. Forex to between in Yes. Yeah, man. I think you
0: know. For context, right, this is really powerful because it connects Africa on an EU level by default. Because already there is a need for the dollar on the continent. And stablecoin is kind of like I think we have this half power, uh, what's the name? Africa trader, where is the liquidity to be able like how do we manage all this currency disparity? Does Africa like need a single currency to transact amongst within themselves, like the dollar comes in at that conversation and it becomes so powerful that you don't need to actually, that it removes, the Bitcoin kind of like the complexities, all the FX complexities that was uh, what's it called? That's right. So it, it kind of like decompresses all the complexities and as Felix kind of said, like it makes, it makes immigrations, it makes trade across the border easy it makes sending value across the internet faster safer it makes sending money from somebody in nigeria to kenya to nairobi to wherever the person is it makes it very it makes sense for the person and i think i want to go down to hurupay right because i've been following you guys story from selo camp to up to this moment that we are talking we used to talk many times on whatsapp to kind of like share conversations like I want to see, like, I want to hear, like, what are the biggest things you guys seeing in the market, right? Like, currently, right now, you guys already, I think I saw on Twitter, you guys said you guys have done around one hundred fifty thousand dollars in in transaction volume over the last uh, two three months, right? What are the biggest um conversations you guys are having in, in, at the HeroPay, and what are the biggest use cases that are driving those volumes that you are seeing currently? Like, I want you to drive us deep down on the data level, like, what is happening and what are you seeing and what do you hope yeah, you guys are going to see as we move into 2024 and close out this year?
1: Oh, that, 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 that's a little bit different. Um, so, once again, just, same So, once they have this, you know, it's the first piece, Then well, now, then, I mean, so, some of the biggest things, about. What using So, with the stream points, again, uh, the nature of ads, the nature of what it connects, like, at uh, uh, once. So, some of the biggest activities in right now is actually going i Yes, just to to end He's close to So, for example, last week we get money. So, right now, they're using filters. We have to with that. Sometimes. We we'll also have Nigerians who are using the Don't that still will keep just to make this collect then so many of you are you come to come with. You see it can from day in, day out. If you look at the city, one year I go through with thanks to one dollar get to our own savings, the same kind of mostly most 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 so are yeah. more Yes, using the money and for them they are, yes.
0: Yeah, I think um you mentioned key things right, cross border payments, and then you talked about uh inflation and people trying to save money in dollars to be able to safeguard themselves. I think it's it's a very unique perspective for folks in the West or people listening in from the US that don't really understand why there is so much need for USD because already you have access to USD bank account it's your native currency of transactions over there in the Europe uh maybe you are doing the EU area you have a stable currency sorry in Nigeria current current right now the uh the naira appreciated against the dollar by almost I think almost 100 percent over the last two years like it is okay let me give you let me let me give a context in in the dollar perspective. The Naira against the dollar was, um, there was 500 Naira. of last year, it was 400 Naira to $1. Now, it's almost $1,200 to a single dollar. That gives you the gravity of the problem. Like, it gives you, like, the intensity. Even the Central Bank of Nigeria has over $11 billion worth of FX backlogs. They need to pay out. There is no dollar anyway. There is simply no dollar economies in africa is really crumbling bad monetary policy bad monetary regime is strangling all this like it's messing literally everything up and you can't really tell the citizenry to just become our uh, world pro uh pro currency pro cds pro naira people have to survive people have to feed their families people have to wake up every day pay their school fees and you know people have to get things done and you can't keep saying oh we are pro-african we have to stay you know if there's an alternative we are human we are human based and that is what actually helps us evolve as a species on this planet if there is an alternative to what how can we actually make our life better and stablecoin is providing that opportunity through pay right people are kind of transaction like 70 dollars moving money across but that, something that was literally not possible before right So, yeah yeah man. i i just want to talk about uh the silo factor in all this because i know we met in silo camp and you guys are building on Celo very big time. Like, I, I just wanted to like kind of maybe shed a bit light on how Celo actually helped you over time and during this journey. Like, the selo blockchain and the selo community generally. Like, what has the what has been their contribution? Because I know this selo Selo has this a mobile first approach to building uh solutions. And Selo has this very huge focus on Africa, right? In helping Africans builders and founders build solutions and make the life of Africans better. So I just wanted to. Just wanted to talk a bit about CELO and how uh, it actually helped you as an entrepreneur and also uh, your mission and value
1: as Rupiah as well. Yeah, and so I think we first got a um last year last year. And remember, we attended the holidays because so we gave them the day for the previous part six, and that's all we do about Selo and how uh, they had. So joining and Sino, uh, during the SinoCamp uh, this year, um, Sino I was really interested <laughs> in and that helped bring the idea right we had really So we both saw... um Then I course the SinoCamp. She how do you talk to your users? How do you say your users? And how do you get your users? And apart from that, they- the same blockchain to the two primary blocks. So if you look at transfer blockchains, um, for zero point zero zero one dollars so transact um any amount on of the market and um, yeah amount so of the amount of we definitely to trust then we have the center drawback. The center it's a It's always And a Uh... we to be Or look at not. Because... But it's... It's let's say 0.1 or 0.0 for embedding with them to on being able to send feature on the form, you need in the same So if I look the about things big trans-routing but like, as normal as they were team, some was on our by we normally, is, wow, And so that's all the big. The, so then we also have our, it's, it's, um, I think I think for liquidity, and, then, and then Jonathan, so it's really good. I think you know, yes, Yeah, yes, 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 with the so, those are some of the things which are not so hands on. They are not like hands on old but They mean a lot. But apart from that, we've still a fellow mentorship. Even, you know, they still talk with us, checking how we are doing. And
0: yeah, I think, uh, me too, I went to CELO as well, at UK here, because um, if there is one thing any, any of us in the Batch 7 got out of the camp, I think, I'm seeing a lot of great projects on Batch 7, right? People are really doing stuff. Especially the Af- I think we are the only African company that went. Are we? Che- me, you, and Click the Presser. And what we are seeing is that, uh, yeah, yeah. So what we are seeing that the quality of projects coming out of Selo in Celo, uh, Batch 7 for African companies this year, it's really amazing, right? Like they are really solving, how will I say, uh yeah. solving key core problems in uh in the green web tree for Africa, right? Yeah, like very, very uh deep uh problems. So I, I think what I what I want to comment on in your last conversation is about Celo, because it, I actually think they are they are the only blockchain that actually understands Africa. So many Oh. layer ones or layer 2 blockchains they don't they don't Celo, Celo is the only people that understands
1: go ahead please yeah I'm they, they, they it, developments yeah but me this. yeah they are yeah they
0: yeah. 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 are yeah. because they understand I think they definitely understand the dynamics more than anybody and you know coming from the m story of how mobile numbers actually helped blow up uh, mobile adoption and mobile phone adoption in Africa, how mobile phone becomes, uh, what's it called? Because I had this quote that banks should be aware of the technology that turns every mobile phone into a bank. And cryptocurrency is that technology. And when it comes to the context of Africa, Celo is one of the only blockchains that are actually harnessing that conversation very well. Because you go over in East Africa, you have so many people using uh, mobile money to transact. In even in Nigeria here, OP has over thirteen million customers. Pampi has over ten million customers, and all of them accounts are running in their phone numbers. So there is a very, very deep usage of mobile cell data and phone numbers in Africa. And when you now pair that up with uh what's it called? Uh uh their their transactions accounts and you say, you know what? Okay, this is your phone number is gonna be your account phone number. It's gonna what well, that's what they are going to use to receive value. It it becomes more convenient and more easier and more better and more convenient more convenience for the users. And I think more blockchains I can look at what they' do go and study their playbook and actually see how they're actually building real impacts and innovation. I, I wanna break it down as we wind up to um regulations because you guys are building a very uh, what's it called? Um, because when CBDCs are coming, I don't know. I'm not a big proponent of CBDCs entirely. I think it's all. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use this word. I'm gonna use this word. It's all bullshit. It's entirely bullshit. Right? It's just a continuation of the old system and the blockchain, right? So anybody telling me CBDCs, private blockchain, go ahead, please. Saying
1: that, CBDCs they are in control. It's more when they want what I think, because yeah, I also, you also always ask myself what's the details between CBC and CTL's one right now because our uh, CBC is like yeah, by now we have this right, but on the end of it, all we are by the one, the end of it, yeah, that then it's from this jet, right? So, even the are uh, changing this. Right, and when what? the government statements that made are uh, on our control, it means that it means that if something not stop happening, and because it, 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 let's say this are not going to just disappear, uh, um, I mean, CBDC for me, I don't think. It's the solution here, I think CBDC is a hyper centralisation tool
0: because what CBDC does in the reality of what it what what, what it is, let's call it what it is, is a tool of it's a it's a tool for sterilization. That is Nazi level centralization shit. Like, it doesn't make sense. That is that is Nazi level technology. Like, no matter how you want to think about it, they have strong opinions about it. Yeah, there are some good things about it, definitely, but the key objective or the end goal of CBDCs are not good. Now, you have a government that runs on banks, the government prints money, distributed through the banking system, and the banking system gives the money, loans money, make loans, and the rest of that. Now, the central bankers are coming and say we are creating central bank digital currency so it means that every citizen will have an account directly with the central bank because when we i'm talking about what we are seeing with the inera in nigeria so you have to use an app created by the central bank so it means that instead of you transacting with the bank they are now hyper centralizing the monetary system it doesn't make any sense to me and I don't want somebody checking out. Maybe I bought something on Jimmy. Somebody's checking my transaction data to see if I'm supporting APC. I'm supporting Tenibo. I'm supporting this candidate or something like that. You know, I don't want that to be my story. Yeah, right. So that censorship conversation <laughs> comes in here. Yeah, there. I think it's another episode. Maybe some other time we jump in and park since Central Bank Digital Currency. But anybody talking about a technology near me, I mean, I'm punching that person in the face. So um. Um, i want to talk about the uh, regulation for you guys like what are you guys seeing uh currently you know we had this conversation uh last week we talked something about getting licensing and stuff like that like what are you seeing in the market like currently at that is driving the conversation around regulation and how are you guys actually uh what is your approach or strategy uh around that conversation uh when it comes to compliance and regulation for stable coins in africa generally specifically? And also uh, how uh, what are you seeing in the market for the next year or thereabouts for compliance and regulation for stablecoins specifically?
1: So first of all for me I'm seeing um comments are more relaxed hmm. with, with the first any other future I remember this given the such questions from raised like We let be a different stable coins that is compared like H if you look at the channel general, the basic request. Because actually they um accept the power. like some day. Most of the future tokens actually um for me I feel like just a game of gamble. Like um getting molly, get, early, get which, they don't have any utility on them. But yeah. like it's it's true. True. So, you look at because they actually you know, can share with the visa and crypto. Bitcoin means money across borders. But right now we have these current uh which they uh allows them to. So, I remember doing the, the talk. There was a lot of, I don't want to say it was like, we you know there are more reactions than in And If you look at the South Africa, they already put a framework in the top. If you look at South Africa, like Kenya, you see a lot of, they oh, know how the framework the, the in the tunnel here in Ghana as well. They are actually um, talking about, but you just thought of. From, uh, about, uh, the other day, on uh, the trombok is being developed. So, what I'm seeing here is that uh, I'm not sure. Medium, uh, I think stable coins, maybe they're gonna be uh, things so fast. Um, like, uh, that number that's that's my video, but generally, uh, stable coins in, uh, because of the least case of them, uh, they have mostly killed in the uh, because well, your jrb is big you and know, and also with their spurs they are more risk free also compared to asset. so if right now I, I send you 100 demo coins you're assured those three uh, months from now you still have if you look at other coins let's say i send you some bitcoin today it's worth 100 tomorrow it's let's say so that having x makes regulators more the get yeah, three, yeah, days. was that? I mean the same way you're on the, the same you're gonna Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, but I think um I think the conversation is actually had had, had ha, have actually had himself because the reality of stable coin is uh is, is, is actually what Africa needs. to scale. Right? Because there is never a time, there is never a time you are going to have like um, it is so. I have this uh, theory that it's going to be very hard to economically organize Africa because of the diverse interests, religion, and so many things, cultures that are within this continent. I might be wrong, but I think stablecoins gives us the opportunity as builders and entrepreneurs to really organize Africa technologically wise and the rest of that faster than uh, how many years going to take the government to debate legislates among themselves to organize Africa economically and stablecoins is bringing that possibility. And when it comes to regulation, I think the government really harm um, while they properly have a say around it, I think it's actually a good thing for them because it eases pressure on them when it comes to provision of FX. Right? It reduces a lot of frictions on them as well. So there's there's a conversation to be had about that. But for what we are seeing and what Philip said, I think some things are opening up bit small, uh, bit by bit across the conversation. So Philip, I think I want to round it up right here and then talk about um like uh, that's a question I might ask every guest that comes on this show. Uh, I, we asked uh what do you what what like what are the biggest opportunities in web three and also in stablecoin uh, uh, for you? Like what are you seeing are going to be the biggest opportunities for web 3 in Africa over the next five to ten years? So we like to have this like long-term view for every guest to bring on. Like what I what are you seeing is gonna happen over the next five to ten years? for Stablecoin,
1: Web3, and Africa, generally. See, the first one I did in class is, I just wanna create, um, um, some of you know, like, um, the way we had more kind of money. Like, the way, when MTNN, how we ended up with money, how we, how we actually, how we changed the whole thing. Because before, you normally had,